Jim Dome from Pride of Irons, uh, and we're back with another show. Uh, we missed missed the last week because we couldn't find any Fulham fans. So, uh, well, the last two weeks, no Fulham fans, and it was an England game. Alas, never mind. Put that to the back of your minds. We are joined as usual with Rob, Mr. Robert Fish, Hello. coming from rainy uh, southwest England. Wiltshire. <laughs> That's it, Wiltshire. Always forget. Wiltshire. Um, and, <laughs> and we're joined little, today. Uh, <laughs> and we're joined today by uh, Callum from Rainbow Blaze, Sheffield United's uh, LGBT supporters group. Hello, Callum. How are you doing? I'm good. Yes. Thanks for having us on. Oh, thanks for joining us. Uh, it's been a bit weird, isn't it, Rob? Not having one of these for two weeks, not having any football chat. Yeah, absolutely. I've been bored. <laughs> I've been talking to my uh, my wife and she absolutely hates it. So <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought I thought that was going to sound like you were slagging her off there for a moment, but no, it's totally good. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so, Callum, before we get started, um, do you want to just give us a bit about yourself, like you know your your background and why you support um, Sheffield United? Yeah, so I'm uh, as you may be able to tell, an adopted son of Yorkshire. I'm not a native from here. Um, that brings its own slang. I'm, I'm originally Scottish. Um, so I started following, I started following uh, Sheffield United in about 2013 um, while I was in Glasgow. Um, so I've only recently moved to Sheffield. It's kind of aligned quite well with the kind of the English team I've supported for a while and a job in, a job in Sheffield. Um, so yeah. Uh, and that's, that's curious then. So you started supporting them before you lived there. We've got to know why. Why Sheffield well, United? If you speak to Scottish people, most Scottish people have an English team. And sometimes it makes sense. So Rangers fans tend to support Chelsea. Um, there's, there's, there's some, uh, yeah, I know, we'll not get into that. <laughs> um, there's other links. Uh, there's my two of my friends that randomly support Arsenal for absolutely no reason. Um, now, I like Sheffield and came down there quite a lot um, through various sports. I used to be a fencer, um, which makes me sound a lot more pretentious than I am. <laughs> so, the, so the cross swords and the logo and that kind of just came into being and I quite like them I mean we were in League One at the time when I was starting watching games and they were quite an entertaining entertaining team to play to watch so okay that's fair enough um cool so let's get on with the the, the main questions of the show and um, first one usually I ask what have you made the start to the season so just quickly looking back you know last season first season back fair to say you had a, a really, really good time, right? <laughs> better season than us last year. <laughs> Certainly a better season yourself. But yeah, it was, it was brilliant. Um, like what, what a dream first season back in the Premier League. Um, yeah, that's it, yeah. <laughs> Short and, and sweet. Then, and, then, and then this season so far? Um, well, yeah, it's been a bit of a, bit of a non-starter so far. Um, the, I mean, the performances, we've, we've had a tough run, especially the last, last three games. Um, not to say that's any excuses for the ones before. Um, there's been something, something kind of missing um, from the, from the, the squad. Um, but we are slowly getting, getting better. You've seen our performance get better. Um, so there's hope. There, there, there's hope that we can kind of turn it around going forward. So, so have you? I mean, I'm I'm not close to to Sheffield United, or well, to be honest, other clubs. I'm a bit I'm a bit crap in that regard. I pretty much just focus on my team. So, yeah. but in terms of your squad, has it changed much since last season? Did you manage to hold on most of those players who performed so well, 
um, or have you lost players or is it, you know, what, what do you think it is that's caused this sort of disjoint? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not sure. I'll be honest, we've not lost, um, lost a few, like Callum Robinson being kind of one of the, the kind of, another kind of key fixture. We've got a few, few players out injured at the minute. I don't know. It just doesn't seem like we're playing as the same squad as before. Um, but you've got the same players, but it just doesn't seem to have the same energy, the same spark. I mean, I know it's a it after... Is it second season syndrome, do you think? Well, I was going to ask that. <laughs> but first, I was just going to say, like, have you performed differently since the beginning of this season or since like the end of the break in last season do you see what i mean because we, we we picked up really well after the, the sort of the first yeah, lockdown did, yeah. and we've carried that momentum on did, did, did your performances start to turn then or yeah well i think so yeah certainly you had a much better project restart than us um yeah we we, we really struggled in the start of project restart um and I think that might have affected, and also as obviously second second season syndrome is is well known. So whether that's got into the the kind of players' minds, it's a real uh, condition, it's a shame, man. isn't it? <laughs> it, is, it is. It's a real. What's <laughs> that know about it's a... it so much? It's unreal. <laughs> It's, it's a bit unfair, isn't it? Uh, well, I mean, yeah, sport is sport. It is what it is. But um, for us, the, the 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 break was helpful because we've been having a torrid time. It gave Moyes a yeah. chance to settle in and, and kind of. Uh, start to affect things a little bit. I mean, we saw how Antonio came back. Um, but for you guys, I guess it's the opposite. You had really good momentum, I suppose. You had a good season so far under your belts. And then all of a sudden, just to stop. Yeah. Yeah, it, 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 it just seems to have like completely got to them. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It, it's a weird thing. And I don't know whether there's a lot of talk of like, if it's the kind of the, the this eerie surroundings of empty stadiums that folk are having to play in, whether that's got to them in some way or shape or form, if some teams are dealing with it better. I mean, certainly if you look at the start of the Premier League, we've got the most bizarre results ever. Us losing two one to Arsenal that weekend was was the best was brilliant compared to some of the other teams. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's been a real turnaround, and I wonder if that same psychological effect of the. The, the the crowds has affected us in the opposite way that we're not there on their backs in a way but yeah the, the results are just crazy um what was it was it seven two that um villa beat liverpool and then you had yeah. um spurs beating was it manu six one and and that, that weekend was four nil but that weekend we beat Le- leicester three nil and usually you'd be like that's got to be you know, first on match of the day, but then every other result was just, <laughs> just crazy. It's, it's been, it's been a, a mad, a mad season. I've, I've got to admit, even if you put West Ham to one side for a minute, I am enjoying the fact that it is all over the place. It's just, you know, who, who yeah, knows where it's going to end, isn't it? Yeah, you must be enjoying yeah. the start of this season, though. I don't know, were you expecting it when kind of <laughs> no. every pundit had us right? So every pundit had us. You know, they said that if we don't beat Newcastle on the first game of the season, we won't have any points by the end of October. So we lost to Newcastle. <laughs> really badly as well. And, and, then, and then we lost to, to Arsenal 1-0, but I think that, was, that wasn't a reflection. I think you know, we, we deserved something out of that game. But yeah, then after that, I mean, God knows where all this came from, this energy and, and, and direction. Um, but I think some of it has has to do with the effects of of Moyes having that bit of time, bit of time to bed in and, and put his um, his stamp on the team. And obviously, there's been some players bought in as well who've, who've made a not not massive expensive players. If anything, we've shipped out expensive players. But we've bought in grifters, 
and uh, not grifters. God, that's the wrong thing. Grafters, not grifters. We've got grafters. The players are just like switching out notes at, with like you know photocopies and Moy's wallet. No, grafters <laughs> who've actually just put in a shift. Yeah, but yeah, I think he's been the the difference, and I guess that that's where sort of the next question is for you. Like, what's what do you guys make of your manager? You know, after such a great season and now with a little kind of dip in uh, in form. <laughs> um, yeah, well, obviously Chris Wilder has already kind of instilled himself in his legendary status in the club, bringing us up. Um, most of the fans, um, certainly Rainbow Blades as an organisation, we say we back him. Um, but yeah, most of the fans we are still behind him. Like, um, you need to give him, give him a chance, I think. I think we struggled. I think we, there's been a bit of playing about with the squad, um, but I, I, I still believe Wilder is the man. Um, he knows the club. He loves the club, and for me, that's the basis of, of, of a manager that, that will try his hardest to get us, get us out of debt. Yeah. So he's had a bit of money to spend, at... hasn't he? As well, because you've had you have brought in um, was it was it Brewster the the striker, and you brought in the two wing backs as well. You brought in is it Low and I can't remember the Derby lad, the other Derby lad, and you've. And obviously Berger as well. So you've actually had brought forward some good players, I think. But it seems like the, the kind of apart from Berger, the other ones haven't really hit the ground running yet, have they? They've really not. No, uh, like kind of Brewster, especially. Uh, well, Aaron Ramsdale um, being number one, being back in number one position, he's he's done a cracking job. But he was in the club before, so maybe there's a bit of that. And um, yeah. I suppose goalkeepers kind of slotted no matter kind of where. Yeah. But certainly, certainly Brewster is. Um, we, we, yeah, probably probably fair to say we've not seen a, a hell of a lot from him for the money yet. But he's still new. He's still kind of coming from coming from a club like Liverpool to, to a club yeah. where you're expected to be in the first team in Sheffield. It's like different setups, completely different managers. So we're hopeful that, that we get some money on return on the investment in Brewster. But you see it often, don't you, at clubs where they spend money on new players and then after a while, the you know if they get into a bit of difficulty, the players don't hit the ground running. The manager will then kind of fall back on the players who got them to where they are, um, and sometimes they perform a bit better. I mean, uh, Rob, you probably remember, right? It's, we've had some players at West Ham who probably weren't technically the best, but again, they've got that grafting spirit, and sometimes they perform. They just sometimes <laughs> yeah. they just perform better than yeah. the, the more expensive, technically more skillful players. Like Jonathan Spector, Cole Fletcher, all little players like that. You know, some of them just never been the kind of best, you know, skillful, but they literally will run for ninety minutes until they've just, you know, got no legs left. You know what I mean? And sometimes you need them type of players. You know, yeah, <laughs> like you, 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 Gary O'Neills and and people yeah, like okay. that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, spot on. Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I suppose you can't really. Yeah, you can never bang your way. It doesn't never work. You can't just invest in players. Um, well, yeah, Chelsea spent two hundred million quid, and and have they improved that much? I think they're worse this season than they were last season, weren't they? In the league, I know it's only early still. It takes a while for you know teams to players to bed in, but uh, you know if you spend that much money, I suppose you you got a chairman like that, him, you know Roman Barovich, he's going to want results, isn't he? Big yeah. time. <laughs> um, cool. So. It's, to, it's down to that to that golden question, um, which we've not had too many contentious ones. Uh, Spurs was an interesting one. But I always ask uh, what the opposition fans think of West Ham. Yeah, now, given that, given that you started supporting uh, the Blades in 2013, maybe you're, uh, you'll be a little bit 
kind of <laughs> but well, i don't know i have been i have been fully briefed by um by, by my by my fellow committee on this one <laughs> it's an odd it's a uh, 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 it's a it's just an odd time for football the whole the whole the whole story um but apart from that i suppose we're not really too contentious a club um I think it was generally dark days for the Blades as well. Like we're already at the bottom of the table. There was, we'll not get into the discrepancies and, and the <laughs> and all that. Um, you were you were above us in the table for like with with how many games to go, Rob? Like it wasn't many. Was it seven or something? Six or seven? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it, it is a it's an interesting one, right? And it, it did change football. Um, because the, the rules that came out the back of it just, just changed everything. But one of the things I find, um, and, I, and I don't know if there is still a legacy of kind of, uh, you know, dislike uh, around Sheffield United fans. And I suppose if it was the shoe was on the other foot, we'd probably feel quite bitter about it as well. Um, but when you look into the technicalities of it, it's, it's actually quite funny that people are so angry about what happened. Because I know a lot of people think, oh, third-party ownership, blah, blah, blah. This, it had nothing to do with that. And in fact, third-party ownership became uh, banned in the rules the year after because of the Tevez scenario. Only so had actually banned, wasn't it? It's yeah. still so we in had, other countries, yeah. So we, ha we hadn't actually broken any rules around third-party ownership. Um, and the two rules that we broke, I can't actually remember what they're called now, but one of them is around um, you're not allowed to have any outside interference around your team selection. Um, and basically because that guy could sell Tevez without our consent in the January transfer window, that meant he indirectly could affect team selection. So that's rule number one that we broke. And then rule number two is we didn't tell anyone about it. <laughs> so those are the rules that we actually broke. When on the, right. so, so on the face of it, you're like, how bizarre how bad was it? This whole third party ownership of, of players. Like property, isn't it? Instead of a play, it's a property, like a like a, a business. Well, is it though? Because all all it is is like you've got a person loaning a player instead of a club loaning a player. So, <laughs> it's kind of weird loaning it. So I'm like, you got this player I can borrow for you. Well, he's not doing anything this week, is he? So you might as well. At the end of the day, like so, so <laughs> he might so be cleaning club... bathroom. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so a club, a club holds the the players. Um, is it their license? So that so they have the license. Yeah. And then they can loan that to another club. And all it is, is it's a third party sports entity that, um, that owns that license instead of the, the club. I um, think it was though, but they, they said we owned him, do you remember? And everyone thought we actually owned him. And then when it comes to the, to the window and, and he, we, he left and we got no money, <laughs> everyone was like, what's no, happening? We, no, so we got two million quid for him. <laughs> absolute, <laughs> absolute bargain. <laughs> No, so what that was, what that was is that we um, we made sure that we got the two million quid to release his his license. Oh, okay. So that it was all above board, although obviously like twenty five million quid or whatever it was at the time went straight to the, the third. Was that part. for both of them? Was that for Mascherano as no. well? Uh, well, he barely played, didn't he? But the same, it was the same, the same issue that yeah. they he could have been sold at any time without our consent. But yeah, so on on on, I know that there's a lot of anger and emotion and everything around it, but. The rule that we actually broke was that some other bloke could sell the club, without, sell the player without the club saying yes. That was it. Like, it's not as nefarious as, as people might think. Yeah, but you think about it at the time, though, all that informi information wasn't privy, was it? So no one knew it was. that. 
It was. It was all in the papers. Well, I, I don't really remember it. In the papers, Everyone focused right? on the rule. In fact, oh, you, they broke the rules, therefore they should be docked points. And you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. look at the rule. But um, yeah, I mean, again, right? Hindsight, uh, not hindsight. Sorry, she was on the other foot. I would probably be pretty ticked off as well. Understandably, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's kind of that. If it had been another club, it would have been a less high-profile club. What would the results be? You, you can argue the toss, can you? But. Yeah, the next season, actually, I can't remember if it was you guys or Wigan. It was one of the teams that was um, quite quite vocal about it. Actually, it could have been Fulham. I don't know. One of the teams that was quite vocal about it then got done themselves for third-party ownership, which was quite ironic. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember which one. I'll um, uh, look it up later. I think it was I, Wigan, actually. This, this is how good I am at this stuff. I don't do any research for the show at all. <laughs> but then we decided to do it early today. So we're, record, we're recording quite early. So I'm going to make excuses for myself. I just finished work. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it was an interesting thing though, right? Think of it from the perspective of, um, of us, like these two, these two amazing Argentinian international show up at West Ham. Like, mm-hmm. What happened there? <laughs> Uh, you're not going to ask any questions, are you? <laughs> it was a, it was yeah. a very, it was a very, it was a big surprise because no one knew about it at all. There was nothing about it. It just, they just appeared one day. We're like, what's happened? <laughs> so the maddest <laughs> thing about it is that we barely played um, Maserano. We instead yeah. played Hayden Mullins. Yeah, <laughs> no offense to Hayden Mullins. Um, and then um, the goals, the most goals that season were scored by Bobby Zamora. And yeah. actually, he was displaced by Tevez, who took a while to get up to steam. Up to steam? That's not a phrase, is it? God, my words are all over the place today. Up to <laughs> speed. So you could imagine a, a parallel universe where Tevez hadn't played and Zamora had actually smashed in a load more goals. <laughs> we would have been fine. <laughs> I think but that's the thing with football, isn't it? It's fire, personally. I think he was. But yeah, but that's the thing with football, isn't it? It's, it's full of so many like small margins and what-ifs. Yeah, yeah. Um, part part of what makes it so special. Anyway, look, not to, not to linger on on the Tevez thing. Uh, it's, it's history now. We're both we're both in the, the Premier League. Jim, I was really expecting you to have a cardboard cut out of Tevez's face. It's going to go down, come up again. <laughs> no, I'm not like last last season when we came down to play you. Was it or was it when you came to play us? You had the was it your yeah, the masks? Didn't they? They were there were a lot of people. With uh, with those masks. That's typical West Ham um, way fans here, and having a good trying to have a laugh with it. That's good old East End East End sense of humour. <laughs> just got to go with it. Just got to go with it. <laughs> so I think it, just to kind of cap off the thing about the two clubs, though, I think one thing is like you know um, we are sort of in that category of the the sort of non glamorous clubs with quite a passionate support, which I think is always yeah. quite a good a good uh, sort of good company to be in. I mean, my, my old boss, I remember, supported uh, Nottingham Forest and he was like, I like West Ham because they remind me of Forest. They're a bit better, but they're also quite shit. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't be wrong like, though, would he? I was like, yeah, a bit better. Yeah, all right, mate. Um, okay, so in terms of like the rest of the season, right? so expectations for for you, um, Callum, for, for Sheffield United. Sorry, I should have almost stopped at just Sheffield then. I know there's more than one. Um, do you expect to bounce back? Where, where do you expect to finish? I think we... I don't... You can have me on at the end of the season if this doesn't go the way, but I don't think we'll be fighting at the bottom. I think we'll be 10th to 15th. 
well, I mean, that's basically the bottom. But <laughs> no, no, we understand what you mean. We're, you, we're used yeah. to that. dog fight when we scrap. We're, we're used to that end of the table where you just totally disregard everything from eighth up, and the most you could realistically comprehend aiming for is ninth. But even then, that's just fantasy land. So yeah. I'm with you, mate. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm 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 thinking. I think we've all bounced back, and um, whether the scoreline presents it or not, I'm hoping to see a really good performance from uh, from the Blades this weekend um, against yourselves. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping, I mean, I'm hoping we can. Yeah, I'm hoping the other way. But uh, <laughs> and, and what about West Ham? Like, given given what you know about the way we <laughs> we flatter to deceive sometimes, but have had a good start to the season. Where would you see us finishing? Yeah, I don't know. I was almost like we might be, be switching roles this coming this season. Um, I think I think you'll definitely you definitely seem to be on good form uh, up until well. I think Christmas Christmas always seems to kind of be a changing point in some seasons, doesn't it? Um, so yeah, I think I we think usually get to Christmas and we're fighting for relegation. So it's <laughs> <laughs> very true. God, it's so always a present. What? What, 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 what are your thoughts about Sheffield United? I think they'll finish 12. I think, um, I think they just need to get that one win. And, you know, they're facing West Ham this week, weekend. You know, it's that team who has a drought. Then they face West Ham. Well, that striker who has a drought. And then he faces West Ham and he gets a goal. And I think they're just going to get that kind of belief back in together. One thing I've always really loved about Sheffield United is they come up. They're like a, t- a unit team. So there's, don't be wrong, you do get to understand that players. But they're more of a... A Greece, you remember the Greece that won the Euros, and they were just like a team of like workhorses and played together, and that's what they can remind me of, and, and that's a really nice thing for 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 a, for for a team personally. And I think they will, you know, knuckle down. They'll have, they've got they've got leaders in that team, and they will, you know, pull themselves through it, and they'll get and they'll get there, and they'll get their win. I don't. I'm hoping it's not this weekend. This weekend after being the West Ham fan, obviously, but you just never know. But I think once they get that point, I think they'll keep keep it going, and I think. I think obviously without having the home fans there as well, it's kind of I think that doesn't you know, the twelfth man element is kind of shame and ain't pushing them on a bit. So it may be like we're obviously West Ham fans got on the back of the team quite a lot, don't we? <laughs> if we, you know, play badly well, or don't we, run. We've it. been known to. <laughs> and it's vice versa, I suppose, for Sheffield United fans. So, so I think um, kind can- of missing the element. Callum, I don't know if you're aware of the the legend of, of West Ham, but yeah, any any duck that needs breaking, like it's us. We we will help oh. you if you haven't had a, a win. If you've, if you've lost the last ten games, just come and play us, and you'll win. If yeah. you've signed a new striker and they've not managed to put a single goal in the net, just Which come they and play had. us. <laughs> just, it's, just, it's, it's there you go. Nice there, it's setup. in the stars. It's, it's yeah. absolutely Someone in the stars. Have that role, and I think there's no better candidate than yourself. <laughs> Oh, Bruce was at West Ham as well, wasn't he? He was at West Ham for a lot, for, for a while. He was a youth player there, and I've heard he's, I've heard he's, I think he's a West Ham fan as well. So, <laughs> oh, that always, that always bows badly for us. Yeah, it does like bow badly. Actual West so Ham it, fan playing against West Ham. Ain't like he's gonna score a pope for your own goals, is it? <laughs> no. Oh Christ! Yeah, um, and so, so quick, just going back quickly, Rob, to to where you think you think um, Sheffield United are going to You say twelve. Do you think the turnaround's yeah. going to be? Do you think the turnaround is going to be uh, based on the new players kind of, you know, finding, well, their, think, finding their feet or, you know, going back to the old guard? I think it will be the old players. I, I don't know if um, you change you change your um, formation or anything. They may look at that. But um, I think it will be the, I think he'll be the old players. I really like McGoldrick up front because I think he's a good link-up player. 
anything from you got McGoldrick, what is he, 33 now? But it's also, you know, it's hard for someone that, that kind of age to last a full, you know, 90 minutes. And you've got McBurney up front as well, kind of thing. So there, you have got kind of players that kind of can mix it up a bit and can do certain things. It's just trying to get that kind of lovely balance back in again, I suppose. And that you play the same formation as us, I think. Don't you play three centre back and wing backs? And then you, you have O'Connor bring the ball out, don't you? I think that's what the kind of how you put the style you play. So we probably will be playing the same. And me and Jim talked the other day about when we played Fulham and we said if we play the same way, it could go against us. And it kind of did, didn't it, Jim? It we did, uh, yeah. they, they they kind of we they kept us for quite a lot and we was like, we're gonna lose this soon if we don't change it. Lucky for us, it, we didn't, but Oh, we had no chance to talk about that penalty, but maybe we'll save that for for another show. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. And well, I, you, and you've I, read, and I've You've read my mind actually, Rob, because the next question is how do we expect to set up? So you've gone straight into it. Please carry on. Yeah, yeah. It's so I think really good, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like I said, I think me and Jim have been saying it for ages. I don't think Moritz has got a plan B because I don't think he can have a plan B because we don't have enough depth for a plan B. I think I've heard Antonio. I don't agree with back. that though. I don't that? agree with that, mate. I don't agree. I don't agree with it either. But that we don't have the, have the players for for you know to switch to four four two and have a striker up there supporting someone or someone else up there supporting yeah, Alaire. Yeah. We could do that. Oh, I agree with you. I, I think we do need to change it because I think I think if we play the same, the only thing we've got for us this weekend, I think, is your midfielder, at, um, the big Norwegian chap, Pittsburgh. Well, I this is it's not being confirmed. So obviously, like. The whole Norway Health Ministry has basically tried to quarantine them all. Mm. I've not heard anything about Berg, but I know the Scottish FA have are going to let I, Christopher Iyer and Mohamed Elianusim, who play for Norway and play for Celtic, they're going to be able to play for Celtic this weekend. Yeah. So I'm hoping Berg's going to be the same because he is. Yeah, he has been absolutely brilliant this season. He's a good player. I've really wanted him at West Ham. I've I've been watching him for a while. I played. I watched him play in under twenty one game. I thought. I just thought, who is this absolutely massive bloke who's about six foot five in midfield? But we've got the same kind of player in midfield, though, in Zuchek. We've got like this six foot four, six foot five bloke, and, and he's just kind of the same player. Fantastic in his head. He's maybe not as silky on the ball as Zernbo, but he's definitely the same kind of player. So we've we got, we got, we got real kind of similarities in our team. But I think one thing that may help us is Antonio up front if he's playing. Because he's such a handful, and he's just on such good form. He's so strong, he's so fast. And we're playing a good counter as well with him. That's if he's playing, and who knows? They keep me very quiet, aren't they, Jim? I've heard nothing about it at the moment. Yeah, I think they need to they need to be sensible, right, and use Antonio when we when we need him. And if they if we can get by without him for a little bit longer, help him heal up. I don't think that's a, a bad shout. But then yeah. what's the alternative? You know, like we said, you could switch to a four four two. Um, depending on the team we're playing, we should have done against Fulham. We should have had a you know more you know, more players up front to pass the ball around, rather than trying to whack them into the box and all the rest of it to one poor fellow on his own. Who, let's face it, doesn't play the same way, doesn't run around as much. No. Um, so, 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 Rob, then are you you saying you're committing to sticking to Plan A? That's how you think we're going to set up. Yeah, well, I think we will commit to it. I don't think I'd start like that personally. But no, I think I'd start like that. But I'd think I'd see how the game pans out, and I wouldn't be afraid to change it in the first half if it had to be. Because I think but you ain't not... David Moyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Callum, you you tell us, mate. How how would you expect um, Sheffield United to set, set up against West Ham? 
I think we'll be going back to kind of, kind of well, this season, classic 3-5-2. We changed the man set. We had five at the back. And to be honest, um, it was, I think we were the same for Chelsea or we at least switched it in Chelsea. Like, watching us play against Chelsea was awful. We, like, one thing that we do well as a club is we go at them. We don't play like a small team trying to dam- do damage limitation. But that's how we played against Chelsea. Um, so I'm hoping we're going back to kind of that forward playing football. Um, we're kind of using our strengths. Like you're saying, we've got some concerns about if Berg's out. Um, John Egan got um, got uh, taken off during the England game with possible concussions. So we're hoping he's going to be available. Um, all these stalwarts. I think we want, want two up the front. Certainly I want one of them to be McGoldrick. I'd give Brewster a run for, for the start. I think he's... I think he's he, he, he just needs a goal uh, to get his confidence. I think he's a really good player. McBurney, um, playing for Scotland, finally put the ball in the back of the net. Uh, I was absolutely screaming, uh, and I won't repeat the words, when he was going up to take one of the pens, I was like, why, the, or, why on earth is Steve putting him up? But he put <laughs> it in the back of the net, fair play to him. So he's been lacking confidence all season. He's just got into the box and kind of panicked. Um, and Sharp, Billy Sharp um, as well. Uh, Veteran. <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's a name I've not heard in a while. Yeah, it's a good player. Of last season, um, but kind of missing this season. Uh, fan favourite. Whenever he's come on, he's 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 been been as good as ever. So he's another one that I would like to see come on. I think if we're in trouble towards the second half, he'd be he's good at rallying the team and driving forward and has the experience. He can run for day shot, can't he? He doesn't play like a 36-year-old. He kind of reminds me of giant Jamie Vardy, just as not a fast. He's always in it's, the face. It's a the... modern thing, isn't it? It's, it's a thing with modern footballers. I think they, they take such better care of themselves. There's so much more um, in the kind of sports science thing, and they've got all this new technology. You know, the, the, the crazy chambers that, like, the, the freeze chamber things they go in to recover their muscles and stuff like. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's amazing isn't it how, how yeah. now that players can just go on and on and on and, and, and I think the game's all the better for it you know having Absolutely. those quality veterans in, in teams now Sam Adwise was one of the first people to bring one out to the England game Jim yes mate I know <laughs> this isn't the Sam Allardyce you know, appreciation society <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, so, 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 actually, if you guys set up like that, I think then Plan A for us would be ideal because that sounds like a really exciting game. Because we, yeah, that's that's our that's my my beef with us is that um, our Plan A is to play basically on the counter. So, you know, let them have more as much of the ball as they like, break and, and break with speed with you know ferocious speed and 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 slam one in or and and that's the problem we've had i think in in the fulham game is we we didn't have the personnel to do that in our um, and i think there's just lots of like hopeful balls lumped in so if if antonio is back and we do play to that formation it sounds like there'll be some uh some action i look forward well, to because you because you've got antonio and bowen and you've also got um sayed as well and you've got Fanals as well. You've got them kind of players that can play like that now, can't you, really, as well? We've well, got Masuaku and, um, and Kufal as well on the wings, yeah. bombing it down. So, yeah, yeah no, it sounds like an exciting game. So, so on to, actually, on to the players then. Um, Callum, you, you first, if you don't mind. So, who, who do you think will be dangerous from each side? So, from a Sheffield United perspective, who do you see as your main attacking threat? And from our side, you know, who, would, who would be the player you want to watch out for? Or the player you'd want to nab, if you could? 
right? I'll be honest, I didn't do that much research, so I have no idea who, who your squad is. <laughs> so I can't answer the second half of that. Just say question. Antonio. <laughs> most, Antonio most, people do. Right. most people do. <laughs> um, certainly from our side, like you mentioned, David McGoldrick, um, just, just keeps going, uh, kind of a bit older, but got the experience, scored well. Um, two goals for us this season uh, from open play which is kind of all we've recently managed to do. Um, Brewster, I've written down, hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> previous games, he's kind of... Some people have seen seen fresh shoots and kind of hope, but I've not seen too much from him. Again, McBarney seems to be a manager's favourite for some reason. Um, but hopefully, yeah, again, him, he can be quite dangerous when he's in there, a big, tall guy will jump for the ball from corners. Um, yeah, I think at the at the back, um, John Egan, Chris Basham, it's kind of solid in, in the back, and George Baldock, um, a fan favourite of ours. So, yeah. Yeah, so, we, so, had his, so, we had his brother, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, we West did, Sam. yeah. yeah. Sam. Like remember, Sam. The, remember the song about Baldock and, uh, and his sock? <laughs> anyway, let's, let's, let's not go, let's not bring the tone down. Um, so Rob, Rob, you, you, unlike uh, myself uh, and Callum, it seems you, you are someone who keeps an eye on, on both, well, on, on, on all teams. I'm a so dad, what else have I got to do? <laughs> <laughs> so who's going to, you tell me, you tell us who's going to be dangerous for each side. I think and who you would And who you would nab from um, Sheffield oh. United if you could. Well, we are trying to nab someone from Sheffield United. Is it Lundstrom? Is it Lundstrom? The midfielder, yeah, well, I think we're trying to because he's out of contract, he's refusing to sign a contract. I think we're going to offer him a contract, so I think we are trying to steal a player already off of Sheffield United. Oh, okay. <laughs> but Dude, I really yeah. like Fleck, I think Fleck's a good player. I think he had, I think he had a lot of assists last season as well. And he's a, he's you know, he's one of them classic, you know, box to box midfielders who will put his foot into anything. Um, I think he's still think, injured, is he injured? He got injured in Scotland, Jay, um, oh, the previous international break. That's good news for us then, because I was worried about him, I was. Yeah. Um, and McGoldrick, I'm a bit worried about. I think we'd, if we can mark him closely, let's say, give him a kick, <laughs> and can I put him off his game? But he's a, he's, a, he's a physical lad, though, McGoldrick. He's played in the Championship. He knows it. He's, he's a much better cl- player than I thought he was. If I'm honest, I waited to watch him. I always thought, you know, he had a few good touches. But he, since he's come to the Premiership, I think it suits him, the Premiership. It's, it's the one t- thing I really like seeing, actually, is um, Championship players coming oh, up and just going, do you know what? Me. I know what I'm good at and I'm going to work my bollocks off. So seeing like Bowen come up, um, Cresswell was, came up from the Championship, Antonio came for the Championship. So our best yeah, players Bowen. probably all came from the Championship. Yeah. Fabianski come from Swansea from the Championship. So, you know, I think... Uh, yeah, I think they're kind of the players we've got to worry about. But I, like I've said before, I think the thing to worry about about Sheffield United is they're a team. They're, but I think every team's a team, do you know what I mean? But they're a, a, walk, a workhorse team. They're, they're a team that just keep going and keep going, and they want to play for them. And that's the kind of team you want in a situation like this. And I think they'll really, really come out of the traps running real, real go for it in the first 20 minutes. And I think one thing we've got to do is kind of hold out about 20 minutes, and then I think we can hopefully get into the game, personally. That's how I see it happening, but I've been wrong totally loads of times. This West Ham have been very unpredictable, if I'm honest. So, and, so let's assume, mate, that, that, that Antonio is uh, is out still, because otherwise, yeah. you know, best, most dangerous player for us is probably, it's easy to say it's going to be him. I think, I mean, who, I that as well. Oh, yeah, of course he is, yeah. So yeah. Who, who, would you, who would you want to see 
kind of put on a show uh, for the, for this this uh, particular fixture. Do you know what? I think I may even play Bowen up front, you know, and play with Saeed and you know on the left uh, on the left and. I'd have uh, for now I was on the right, just just to use that pace. But and then I might bring Heller in because he's paid, has he gone to Africa this week as well to play Ivory Coast? I is that already, oh, is that already upon us? Yeah, well, no, he, they've qualified now. Not, not so the they, tournament, but no, yeah. So he's played two games from there. So he's going to be flying back from there. So he's going to be quite tired, I think. So I think I'd bring him on because he can be a good player when he comes on. Because you know what is he six four? He's fantastic on his head. He's got good feet. But he's got no pace. And he hasn't got a much of a work, <laughs> you know, work rate, if I'm honest. And I think it's the kind of lax days of kind of attitude in him that puts a lot of people off. Got that kind of arrogant, you know, look about him sometimes. And that so frustrates big. me. You want someone who's just going to, you know, to run, you know, and close down. And he's not that kind of player. He's the kind of player that expects the ball to come to him and he'll do something with it. But he can do something with it. <laughs> we just haven't seen it. So, so Callum... Score first goal scorer and the score line for this weekend. Uh, I'm going to say McGoldrick, and I'm going to be qu- quite boring and say one 0 Sheffield United. Hey, look! If if it's if it's if it's bright, then it's not going to be boring. It's going to be genius. Um, It'll be genius, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be one of those games. It's going to be hopefully one 0 or it's going to be like a goal fest. I mean, there's obviously two teams that are kind of similar positions um, that just want to kind of go and, and play football, really. Oh, Rob, someone come into your, your room. Is it like that scene from that news reporter where that kid comes in and then a nanny appears and just starts, <laughs> hello! <laughs> Who's going to win this weekend, Aubrey? <laughs> she, just, she just whispered 3-1 West Ham and she said Thurnell's to score the first goal. Wow, that's that's some prediction. That's very, that's a lot of insight for how old is she? Three. <laughs> do you know I sing? Well. Do you know I sing West Ham songs to her to get her to sleep? <laughs> Can you get her to sing us one now for for the video? Can you sing over a blown bubbles. I forever blow in bubbles. Right, <laughs> 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 well, baby, go and see mummy. Do you know what? Anyone is like that interviewer. To... Do you know when what the kid runs in? Yeah, he's, that's he's trying to talk to London tonight, wherever it was. That's literally what I said, but never mind. Now I feel like Guy Goma. <laughs> you know, uh, speaking of forever blown bubbles, right? You know, on Spotify, you get like kind of a Discover Weekly playlist where it puts like yeah. random stuff. Well, it obviously notices that I listen to some football songs for clubs I support, but it keeps trying to put forever blown bubbles in that playlist for me. And it's really annoying. <laughs> Someone at Spotify is having an absolute laugh with you, it's mate. Only, it's not as if it gets like, clubs, like it just goes any football song. No, it's just forever blown bubbles. I think that just goes to prove that it is the best and most popular one. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got, so we've got one nil, one nil to, to the Blades or three one to West Ham. Um, what am I going to go for? I'm going to say 2-0 West Ham. I think I've gone really high and really low. I'm going to go quite, you know, in the middle now. 2-0. Two, two um, and then probably going to be proved wrong. We'll probably lose now. But who's going to score that, Jim? Oh, yes. So you're saying... Oh, yeah, trying to think now. So you're saying some of the players have already gone off for friendlies leading up to the African Cup of Nations. So is, is Ben Rama about? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he is. He played for Algeria as well. 
He did, yeah. But is he is he back? Like yeah, he's back. Yeah, he got two I mean, assists. I, I reckon. I reckon he's gonna. I reckon he's going to get a start, and I reckon he's gonna make the most of it and score. Good stuff. Heard it here first. <laughs> okay, right. Well, before we sign off, um, Callum, is there anything you want to to plug? Uh, if you do, you want anyone to know your Twitter and Insta or anything like that for a follow? I mean, if you want to follow me for occasional tweets about Sheffield United, Celtic, and the steel industry, follow at Callum underscore two. The steel industry. There you go. Have you got any steel lovers out there? And uh, Rob, yours. Yeah. We've never done this before, so I'm just putting it on you. Do you, do you want? Do you want to give your socials out for your Twitter? Oh, my Twitter. My Twitter is zombish. It is, yeah. So it is zombish, is it? I don't actually know. I've never been asked. Zombie <laughs> Twitter. What, what's the spelling on that? It's Z O M B I S H. My last name's Bish, and so I've done, and I like and zombies and zombies. So someone met me, Rob. You're a zombish. So I was like, it was my catch, and I was like, all right, I'm going to nick that. <laughs> so I've had it for there years. There you go. Hopefully, your timelines will be flooded with follow requests. Um, love me, everyone. So- love me. We'll, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll probably check in with you, Callum, after the weekend and see uh, see what the result is. And if you wouldn't mind sending us a little message for the next uh, the next pod, just uh, either, you know, it could just be pure laughter or swearing or uh, whatever you like. <laughs> um, but we'll, we'll check in with you after the next game. But thanks very much for, for joining us. Um, good luck for the season, but not for the weekend. Yeah, thank you. Um, and yeah, for everyone else, catch you all next time. Come on, you eyes. Bye. 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 Drowsed house. <laughs>